Hey, everybody, listen up. Slow Toke Rodriguez says, sit down, grab a raw, twist a number, and get ready to listen to some Sidewalk Crew. You dig? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sidewalk Crew. We're on day two of our season five premiere blitz. Um, and it's it's just been these these next few episodes to me are, are really crazy. Uh, they're going to be coming at you rapid fire. Uh, we've got three more for you, three more days of episodes. So remember, keep your eyes out for it. Um, and then we go back to our, you know, good old fashioned once every other week, once every week format. Um, but yeah, guys, so uh, this is uh, going to be a first uh, segment of this uh, segment that I'm doing called The Writer's Room. I'm going to get together with a bunch of my buddies that I know that do a lot of writing. Uh, you know, guys like David Decaro, uh, possibly AJ Schrader, uh, Neil Hoover, you know, guys like that. You know, guys that are like uh, into deep writing and stuff like that. Uh, Antonio Washington, who actually has kind of showed me a little bit of script stuff. We've actually worked with each other on a couple things. So this is me, uh, David Decaro, and Antonio Washington. We talk about a bunch of different stuff. This is before the premiere of David movie cannibal specter which has been released um since the recording of this episode uh you should definitely hit him up and check that out he's gonna do a bunch more screenings uh definitely go check that out it's a great little movie uh i can't wait for him to make some more stuff it's fantastic uh and of course antonio washington is a great writer a great screenplay writer you know so it's just a group of writers just sitting around talking the shit but of course uh, most of the time we're also comedians so funny stuff just naturally happens uh we're in the heat of the final end of the north carolina comedy festival right now uh it's been an amazing ride and uh we're getting closer and closer and closer to the end but let me tell you guys it's uh been bananas uh but i love everything about it and i love every minute of it so just uh yeah uh you know it's been fun man um and you know a lot of times we take off um time and then we get right back into gear and keep doing things so um after the festival Tuesday, or excuse me, Wednesday of next week, I will be in Kernersville hosting for the very funny Weston Suggs. Uh, Thursday next week, I'll be in Atlanta with David Goolsby and Richard Atkins. Uh, we're doing a show down in Atlanta. Next Friday, I will be at Gray Gables hosting for the incomparable Brian O'Neill and Mike Mello. Uh, two amazing guys. I'm so, 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 so looking forward to doing that show. And then Saturday, I'll be back in Kernersville with Drew Harrison. So it's just another full great week of comedy. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. I'd like to thank my sponsors, uh, W Energy and Lucky 13 Tattoo. And of course, uh, the number one paper and way to smoke that's Raw Rolling Papers. So uh, thank you guys so much for stopping by and listening. I love you all. Check out the episode. Don't forget to listen to the commercial at the end to hear what some of my other funny friends are doing. I love you guys. Geese that guitar is sick, dude. It is. I enjoy it. Geese might be the most useless animal on the whole fucking planet. Oh, no. I would say mosquitoes are the most useless animal on the whole planet. You know that if we just spent a couple million dollars on mosquito nets, then we can stop hundreds of millions of mosquitoes from senselessly dying of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit. Jimmy Carr. 
<laughs> you got like backlash on that one too, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not exactly the the cleanest thing on the planet. Uh, dude, I found out uh, this is not funny. Uh, I know you guys are trying to be funny, but I saw this. I was watching this video about how like we basically shape mosquitoes into being like reliant on humans because like a lot of mosquitoes now are like we're their primary source of like food they don't really give a fuck they're different species but primarily like we're their favorite thing and uh that's because of the atlantic slave trade dude like uh <laughs> it's not funny at all but uh like mosquitoes in West Africa, there wasn't a lot of water in West Africa, so they it just wasn't good for breeding purposes. Uh, but then, like all these ships were going across the water, and they had like barrels full of you know water and stuff like that. So mosquitoes started breeding in there, and then they had like just people, just a bunch of people on boats. It's like that's a feast for a mosquito. So that so they like that was like part of like them adapting to like humans. So by the time we brought like these African mosquitoes over to the U.S., like the New World or whatever, they just like spread. And basically, you know, just like basic adaptation, like, oh, fucking humans are an easy source of food because they have water everywhere. <coughs> yeah. It's not funny at all, dude. I didn't mean to kill the vibe. <laughs> no, that's... that's <laughs> this, is, this is a show about facts. Dude, this I love, I love facts. useless facts like that. I love useless trivia. But Snapple facts are amazing. That's why. <laughs> dude, one day you're going to be held at gunpoint. They're like, why do mosquitoes only eat... Eat people's blood. You're like, Actually, it's the Atlantic it's slave trade. <laughs> adaptation and water barrels. <laughs> I remember when my granddad, like, we used to, so we used to catch rainwater on the side of, like, our garage. And that's what he used to, like, you know, mix concrete with or, you know, do shit. Or, like, you know, if the power went out, he'd flush the toilet with it, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, in a pinch because we had an electric pump. So, like, we didn't have city water. We were on a well. So if the power was out. There was no water in the house. Damn. So we could take that water that we collect as rainwater and you could boil it and, you know, make it whatever, sterile. Old school, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So when they started talking about mosquitoes, I remember my grandma went out there and turned over all his buckets except his big one. And he was like, I don't much care for that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck mosquitoes, man. They are the worst. It was it was West Nile that made my grandma go. We're not getting the Egyptian thing. Uh, like, the Egyptian the thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the Egyptian thing. Like all the possibilities for the Egyptian. Because like, pyramids, pharaohs. That's the Egyptian thing. West Nile. Well, dude. that's because you know I'm pretty. So like they were the era. Like comedy for them was like you know the. So my granddad was born in '46. My grandma was born in '48. So they were like you know. Lu- I love Lucy and you know the Dick Van Dyke show mm, and, you know classics. that 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 real end of like like you had to be funny but it had to show everywhere mm. because you had like you know PC laws and all that shit so you know they're used to you know fucking you know like jokes like you know denial is a river that runs in Egypt when somebody <laughs> says you're in denial yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic uh, I know Marx Brothers are <clears throat> like that too yeah uh, like a lot of like word jokes or whatever uh, which is like. Not really a thing anymore. You don't really have, like, that wordplay kind of humor in a lot of stuff. It's, um, like, you know, like, a, there's a great, um, like, Marx Brothers bit where they're, like, talking about, like, the layout of, like, this hotel or whatever. And it's, like, Chico and Groucho. And, um, he's like, this is a fire duct. He's like, why a duck? He's like, no, it's a fire duct. He's like, why a duck? Why not a goose? Why not a... Yeah. And just, like... Yeah. I, uh, somebody told me a joke one time. He was, like, a... Well, it's 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 some version of a street joke, so just, I guess I can just do the joke because uh, it's not mine. It's a uh, you know uh, a guy goes to stay with his friend out in the country, 
and you know he notices he's there's there's a, a group of deer outside. He notices that in the first morning, mm-hmm. so he goes to friend. He was like, "I see you've got some neighbors of the Hoovid variety," and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, huh?" He was like, "I seen, I seen you know you hide a deer down there." He was like, "What?" He was like, yeah, like a flock of deer, you know? A flock of deer. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, like a flock of deer, you know? Like they're, they're, they're down there hiding. And I'm like, he's like, what? What What do you mean, man? He was like, that, that doesn't make sense. He was like, you know, like a group, you know, like a flock, a hide, you know, like deer. Like a lot of them. And he was like, yo, man, deer don't flock. <laughs> I mean, he's like, well, if deer don't flock, where do the babies come from? And it's... Uh, <laughs> that's funny. A flock of... Yeah, you know, a flock's only birds. Right? <clears throat> yeah. A flock of... I wonder what you call, like... They should have, like, wor- like words... I feel like it's a bit... But, like, words for, like, uh, like groups of... Like, what do you call, like, a group of Italians? You know what I mean? Is that a flock? Is that, like, a... That's, that's a... That's a deli. That's a... That's a deli. Yeah, that's a deli. That's a mafia. That's a yeah, mafia. That's, that's a mafia, yeah. Yeah, a true a true mob. Yeah. A true mob, yeah. What's like what is it? It's a troop of uh monkeys. Alright, we're getting, we're it's... treading dangerously right no, now. No, I, 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 I think it's true because Randy 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 Feltface has a has a joke where he goes, you know, it's like, you know, and he says, you know, what what would you call a group of that? And he's like, and it's not barrel, uh, you know, because that was the yeah, the toy that you used to get yeah, monkeys. That would be a great that yeah. is that not it? I think it's a I think it's a troop. A troop. Yeah. Okay. Weird. It's like well, it's a barrel like, is perfect. Yeah. It's a, that's a barrel of monkeys. It's like that's a, a barrel of fun. Well, it's like it's a murder of crows. Yeah. You know. Mm. Herd of sheep. Yep. Uh, I think they have one. It's a lounge of lizards. A lounge. A lounge of lizards. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I've heard it's a slither of snakes, but I just feel like that's somebody that's being so lazy, stupid. Dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Bro, that dad got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm so fucking high right now. Eh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Relax. Relax. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh... That shit works. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't usually do dabs, but every time I do them, I'm, like, wrecked, dude. Wrecked. <laughs> yeah, I get fucked up off some dabs. I remember one time I was at a party, I was doing, like, dabs and smoking blunts, like, in the rotation, and, dude, I had to go lay down with the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll I went to the bathroom and laid in the bathtub with the dog, dude. I was fucking, I was too fucked up. That will happen. Um, I, uh, I remember the first time I took an irresponsible amount of edibles. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I took without asking what was in them, and I ate what was a square of a brownie that looked like a regular acceptable square of a brownie for me. Not knowing or not paying attention that it was just one that was placed on top and the rest were cut into, like, fours. Mm. And I ate, like, one and a half of them bitches because I like brownies. <laughs> and, and How fast uh, did it kick in? Dude, 37 minutes. Yeah, that's about right. Like, dude, yeah. dude, yeah. And it, dude, it didn't kick in. Like, it was like... It I heard, hit you, dude. I heard a voice in the back of my head go... <laughs> and then it reached out and, like, snatched. Pulled you into the shadow realm, Yes, dude. yes, it took my soul. I felt like I was. I felt like it was a scene on Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Who's talking about that? I heard someone talking about that recently. It might have been Dusty. I think it was Dusty. My first dab was terrible. It it was one of my this dude I knew in high school, somebody he went to drug court with. <laughs> so we were just trying to pick up some weed, and then we just did this dab. And his girl came downstairs. They lived in a two story house, and she was a stripper. So she's, her tits are just out. She's wearing a G-string. 
His his like homies like, passed out on the couch. Up, is she really there right now? And this was after the dab hit. She came down. And I was just like, yo. And then he got racist because like oh, this guy on the couch that sometimes crashes with him, he had eaten his Taco Bell overnight. And the guy we were buying from, like, hey, man, you're being a fucking nigger. Why did you eat my Taco Bell? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, like, no, no, that's not cool. <laughs> like, he's being a nigger. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting right there, and my homie that came with me is white. <laughs> I would like to state for you listeners that don't know who's here, it's David Decker and Antonio Washington. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> so, just just because... I know I sound white, but it's they, just, I'm not. They think it was me that was, yeah. they were calling, why are you being a fucking... That's wild. This is your first time doing that. First time. I was like, we gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Did that sober you up at no, all? No, because that was my first dab, bro. Like, ever. Okay. Well, I know, like, so, uh, I was oh, it was, like, right after. I thought maybe... Yeah, like, it was... Uh, well, sometimes you, like, in a weird situation. Like, I took the dab, and then all that happened. Jesus. And you were just like... <laughs> yeah. Did you think it was, like, even happening? Were you, like, unsure? Like, is this guy... I really saying this right now? Well, I thought he didn't say this, but I think because he knew I was there, I think he thought he was using it in the way like a jovial kind or like friendly kind of like the word like he jovial. That's a way to say the n word jovial. He says the n word jovially. He's so jovially, merrily. Because I he. I was expecting him to look at me and be like, I mean, what I mean is, like... <laughs> <laughs> what I mean like, what, what is, That dude, man. Uh, wow. Like, over some fucking Taco Bell, like, if he had fucked your girl, I'm not condoning racism, <laughs> but I would get the anger of using the word. I'm sure. not condoning it, but over some Taco Bell? He's I mean, saying I was, it like he's Michael Richards. I mean, yeah. I was, over some ta- <laughs> He's a... <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, now, do you know what happened to that guy? Do you know? I know like, the guy, We the drug court kid, he died. Jesus. Because um, he used to just go to <laughs> festivals and shit and sell pills and oh, all man. of it. He just had how, a, how old was he when he died, you know? Shit, like 25. That seems like a ripe was, old age for a, a pill This was like 2014. Yeah, Jesus. 2013, 2014. I think the first it's almost year. 10 years ago. The first person I heard about overdosing on drugs was like a 17-year-old that we went to high school with. I think I was like a freshman. He d- he OD'd as a freshman. No, I was a freshman. Okay, he was yeah. he was like 17. I think he was like a junior. He might have technically been a sophomore, but he should have been a junior. Uh, <laughs> well, that just makes sense now. I remember um, the first time I saw an OD was at etc. But the first time, yeah, that that like, was real time. That really that happened. was real time. Watching it happen is wild. That was crazy, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never seen somebody's soul leave their body, let me tell you, it happens quick. Dude, I did. I don't even like. I thought he was unconscious, honestly. Dude, he just went. Dude, if 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 he didn't die before he hit the ground, the sound his head made when it hit the ground. Oh yeah. And Zoe tried to get him a chair. Zoe, dude, angel. The fact that we all share that moment. I know, it's such like, a dark moment died. to share. See, here's how you know that comedians are better than everybody else. Because, like, everybody else would rain. just talk about the fact that we all fucked this one girl. Yeah. You know, if we were other people. But since we're comedians, like, remember that time we watched that dude die oh at a rave? Oh, my God. And was it, uh, as soon as the, like, the ambulances and the fire trucks came, dude, everyone flocked inside. Like, bad, like one of the guys throwing it was like really aggressive. He was like, "Y'all, y'all go inside. Like, y'all came to party, didn't you? Yeah, go inside. Yeah, he was. Like, what <laughs> this is what you came for. Are you not entertained? Yeah, 
then the cops came. He's like, oh, now y'all want to scatter inside. Like, <laughs> but also, duh, dude. No one wants to be around the police when someone dies. That's a horrible time. Passing out shots, but, like, charging people for it. The shit was wild. Yeah. But also, that place was, like, they were letting in minors, dude. Which is, like, <laughs> like the whole, the whole thing was very illegal. Yeah. Well, no, so with. they were letting in 18-year-olds, which technically you can do. And because they're wristbanded and they're exing people. So depending on your licensures. But like in my uh they'd still be liable. In my time uh, yes, yes. But in my time in a professional field, the only place where I knew that BYOB was acceptable for full nude strip clubs. And there was only one of those in Greensboro. Thank okay. God it closed. What was uh, it? Drop, huh? Name drop, shout out. Name drop shout out, shout I, out. I'll i t- I'll tell you off the air. Oh no. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. It's not far from here. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll tell you off the air. It's uh that's just one of the things like, <laughs> whoa, you know? Yeah. Uh, but all these other real people that we just named, you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know if, I guess maybe you have to bleep that out or not. No, no, fuck that. That's standing. All that's standing. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. I... Sorry, I'm just high right now, dude. Dude, it's, it's, it's okay. It happens. Uh, I am I am beyond tired. I've done more work in the past two months than I think I have my entire career. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, how do you how, how have you managed that in, in your tenure? Um, it, for me, it comes and goes. Sometimes, like, I get nothing, like, for a while. And then, like, I have one where I'm, like, doing, like, you know, three, four shows a week or whatever. Uh, but... Dude, I fucking, I like it, personally. It is tiring, but it's always exciting, you know? Because, like, like you said, dude, this is the first time it's happened, so it's like, yeah, this is, like, this is the exciting time, Yeah, yeah, this is is dope. This is dope. Yeah, it's always, like, super exciting when you get, like, a lot of shows in one week. Do you feel like, oh, I'm a real comedian now, you know what I mean? Like, I'm actually, like, a comic and stuff. But, like, sometimes it does suck. Like, you know, you'll drive, like, four hours, six hours total to do a show for, like, two people or whatever, it's like that kind of sucks. <laughs> that, that does suck. It happens. Yeah, it does happen. It happens. It happens. Well, so I remember um, one of the things. It's like a favorite quote of mine. Micah Hanner said this, like back in the day. Like he came out and it was like nobody there, and um, like we were all kind of upset. And he's like, he's like, hey, it happens. Mm-hmm. He's like, I came out for the chance for it to be great, and. Um, I really like that quote because it's like, yeah, dude, I mean, you wouldn't know. I mean, like, if you are worried about stuff like that, you might miss out on, like, one of the best shows ever. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a chance it'll be a great show. And even, like, with small crowds or whatever, that doesn't mean it's not going to be a a good fucking show. You know what I mean? Like, you can still get that spark in a tiny-ass room. I've done some sets with, like, ten people rooms (laughs) that went crazy. Um no, obviously, there's nothing like making a room with like 60, 65, 100, 150 people. Of course, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that feels yeah. good. What's the um, largest amount of people you've ever performed for? Probably right at 150. Okay. That's what's up, dude. That was, I, I walked out and did not expect that. Where was that? Was that at uh, uh That was Grey Gables the first time I went. There were probably okay. 150 people there. Like, there were. I saw a picture of that, but it kind of looks like. Where they host like a wedding reception or something. Yeah, they do. They do different stuff there. It's a cool venue, man. It's a cool venue. We we probably had close to closer to a hundred this go round, if not a little less. Uh, Still awesome though. Yeah. It's it's a it's a fun spot. 
That's a fun spot. Nothing beats the idiot box though packed. Oh yeah, that's a like, great. Nothing one. beats Low the ceilings, box packed. Condensed, you know. The uh, my favorite set of the box. Uh, I think my best set of the box was during the competition this past year ever. Nice, like, you got it recorded. Uh, on here, it didn't. Uh, there, there's no video of it. I, I, I hate to say. Yeah, but, dude, uh, that happens, man. Sometimes your best sets are the ones that aren't recorded. I feel like I I perform better when it's not recorded. So the the first Greensboro laughs that I did were juice hosted, and it was me and Eric Brown ended up closing out. We came back from Virginia mm. the day before we went with uh, to Virginia to do one of the first shows that uh, uh, La Preston put on, and uh, La Preston, La Preston. And uh, we came back. The and Gaston that, of Virginia, dude. The, the Gaston of Roanoke. No. He's a giga chat. LA's a giga chat, dude. <laughs> Where's Kangles like? Preston. <laughs> Where's his name like? Preston. Preston. Yeah. Zach Acid is his like little short dude. His what do you? What was that guy's fucking name? Nafu. Nafu. I was yeah. gonna say La Lapu or something. Lapu sounds right. Did you guys see uh, the uh, live yeah. action? Beauty and the Beast. I have not. I mean, that movie sucks, dude. The fool, I'm afraid I've been thinking. The only a dangerous pastime I know. <laughs> I feel like you know a lot of Disney songs, dude. I feel like you got them in the back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a big Disney guy? Uh, theater, in general. I, I like musicals. Okay. Uh, they're big shocker. So, music is what I major in, so I enjoyed all forms Favorite of music. Favorite musicals? My favorite musical of all time? Yeah. The Producers. Okay, that's a good answer. I think mine... Is a uh, little shop of horrors. Little shop of horrors is fantastic. Yeah, I love little shop of horrors. I'm not a bit like I'm not really well versed in musicals, but I uh, the ones I have seen, I really like uh, little shop of horrors. Um, Producers is really great too. Um, both versions. Both versions. Which one do you like better? Uh, you, have you seen the producers? Matthew Bro- Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. Yeah. Is, I, I just <sighs> okay. There's I, there's something about Will Ferrell that does as it the Nazi for me. As the Nazi he's, that does it for he's me. Great. And the guy that plays uh, Max Bialystok, or not um, not Max Bialystok, um, Roger Elizabeth Dupree, the guy who plays Robert Dupree in the uh, the the uh-huh. ladders with uh, with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick because mm-hmm. uh, Leopold Bloom is Matthew Broderick, Nathan Lane's Max Bialystok. Yes. Uh, Plus the, the, the I do love Gene Wilder as um, the fucking uh, whatever his name is. Max Bialystok. No, uh, uh, Gene Wilder was the the tiny. He was Matthew Broderick's character. Leopold Bloom. Leopold yeah. Bloom. That's right. Yeah. What a great name too, Leopold Bloom. Uh, no, I like that one. Uh, do I? I do like Chicago. Chicago's dope. But my I, a lot of it, I'm not like. There are a lot of parts where I'm just kind of like whatever. But my favorite song in that one is uh, Mr. Cellophane, dude. John Cena. Cellophane should have been my name. That's such a that's a bop, dude. How do you feel about Across the Universe? I haven't seen that one, man. Dude, I it's know, so I good. know. I'm a big Beatles fan too. I'm a diehard Beatles fan. I've not seen. I remember my ex girlfriend for years was like, "Let's watch this movie," and that, I just brushed her off. That has my kids. favorite version of "Let It Be" that's ever. Like, I cannot listen to that version of "Let It Be" without okay. without it bringing it's really a, trippy a too, physical right? tear to my eye. Like that that specific <laughs> version of that song because they do it with like a black church lady, uh-huh. like, and it's just like it's just real soulful. And they say, "Dude, it's it's like a spiritual when they say," and it just, dude, it will touch you okay. in places that you only get touched by by like Michael Jackson and the priest. <laughs> like it, it'll reach. Out, man, fucking by Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the version of a uh, Blackbird on there is really good too. Um, okay, I do. I know it's like really trippy too. It's like kind of like psychedelic. Yeah, I, dude, I've been wanting to for a while ever since. Like you know, like I, I went into like a 
heavy Beatles phase, like, like three years ago or whatever. Like, I just like learned everything about the Beatles, just like totally obsessed with them. Uh, I like a bunch of obscure Beatles songs, like Octopus's Garden, Glass Onion, Rocket Raccoon. Dude, Rocket uh, Raccoon's a good one. I even like uh, Maxwell Silver Hammer. I know a lot of people. Maxwell Silver. A lot of people Hammer. shit on that one, but I like that. Yeah, one. I do too. Yeah. I think I feel like we talked about the Beatles last time I was here. For Probably some like, like that's because of the fucking Beatles, man. Um, yeah, I do. I'm an NPC. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you you have enough conversations. Some I NPC? just keep bringing up the Beatles, dude. In in Europe, they've got this car, and it runs on water, man. <laughs> Best callback ever in television history ever. Yeah, is Stephen Hyde talking about the car that they developed that runs on water. Best callback ever. It was in the first episode and subsequent episodes after. That '70s show is probably a perfect TV show. As far as interesting, sit- that's a hot as, thing, as, as far as a sitcom goes, like that is probably a perfect sitcom. The last season's dodgy, but like yeah, the first yeah. the first three to four seasons of that show are fucking. I just watched Eastbound and Down. Yo, uh, Eastbound and Down is fire i still i actually oh, I, I said i watched that's not true i have like three episodes left but um i mean close enough for horses and anger yeah i do I, I love this talk about will farrell danny mcbride he's a school of the arts guy too he went to mm-hmm. um school of the arts which is pretty sick i wanted to go there but uh, i just didn't go to college last minute <laughs> i mean that's that's my choice gonna, you know what you saved yourself out on oh yeah i know yeah debt yeah yeah Dude, as soon as I graduated high school, I just started working at Harris Teeter. Dude, my di- my diplomas are not on my wall, but my receipt from where I paid off my student loans is. Hell yeah. Like, it's more memorable, dude. They try to come for you. It's like, I got the receipt, it's, it's better. It's better. You said you studied, you majored in music? Yeah. Music theory or just like... So uh, uh, production oh, and good. recording sciences are what I'm versed in. Gotcha. Floor might be a little slippery. Wet. Slippery. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go to somebody's house and if you stop on a toilet, tell somebody. <laughs> he didn't tell you. I, I like went in there and there was water. And I was just like, yeah. He didn't say anything. Nah. And it was, and we haven't said his name before we started this, so don't. Well, but we know. He was, in, he was probably embarrassed, dude. I mean, I'm sure. But also, I would be like, my bad, dude. You're going to hate me. You're going to want to kill me, but. No, and I mean, it was just water. I shat up your pipes, dude. No, 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 I don't even think it was that. I feel like he might have, like, blown his nose into something. And, you know, just, like... Blown his nose Well, in? yeah, but, like, tissue, you know, okay. and maybe, like... Like, I sometimes, when I have to blow my nose, I use more toilet paper than I would, like, an actual clean It was a shit, dude. Don't... It was definitely a shit. It could have been it a shit. It had to have been a shit. Even though the toilet thing, the toilet paper thing could still apply, you know, because I know I'm very generous with the toilet paper when I wipe. I'm, you know, I like... Coverage. Coverage. Cushion. I need. I need a bidet. I, I used Dude, to, me too, man. I used to have a bidet. Let me tell you, that is a superior way to poop. That's what I hear. I've never actually used one, but like, they are all accurate. Yeah, I believe it. Dude. I've never sat on one no, where I had to adjust. My thing too, though, is like when I wipe, dude. I like. I like a spotless butthole. You know what I mean? Like, I it get. It's in there. It's like because you know you wipe. You get a. You put a like, the tip. Uh, I think he's having a smoke. Right. Uh, you, you, I'll put a, like a little bit of tip, fingertip, in in my butthole, dude. Well, I mean, you gotta get it clean. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> with the fingertip of the bidet, just oh, dude, it, you get yeah. It's it's pulse action. Oh, it cleans the rim. <laughs> like as as Ron White said, I pressed a button on that commode, and then suddenly I realized fifty million gay men mm, feels can't like you're all be can't just... all be wrong, you know? Hell yeah, man, I dude, that's a worthy investment. 
Also, it's like, dude, I, f- I feel like you save a ton of money. Just like, not have to worry well, about Well, because then you paper. use like a square of toilet paper to dry. Yeah. Like, always keep you something to dab to dry. Ah, interesting. Yeah. But like, still, like, yeah, your budget's still probably cut in half. Well, because you, you literally you're literally talking about too, a singular like, square, like, deep. Yeah, yeah, just like a, you know, wipe in the mouth. Yeah, and you feel so, and here's, here's how somebody finally explained it to me that made it make sense. They were like, all right, they were like, when you come home from work and you're like covered in dirt and grease and sweat, they were like, you take a shower. Exactly. And mm. I'm like, yeah, and then they were like, and when you shit... You wipe your ass with dry paper. But here's the thing, and I'm really going to be personal. I have a lot of ass hair. So, you know, I'm like, I do worry about, like, you know, is it really, is ma- it's hair. There's going to be matting. In the car. <laughs> I, I think someone was getting pounded upstairs, bro. When I was in the bathroom, Whoa. I just heard, like, doof, doof, doof. Damn. I was like, there's no way they're That's- hammering. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> there's no way. It was just, it was just like cadence of doof, 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 doof. Like, dude, Tony's dude. adding a northern wing. He's I was like, attic, dude. It's <laughs> like, man, I wish they'd shut the fuck up in there. I'm trying to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Just like listen, air against the wall, pull down your pants. Y'all come in the bathroom, <laughs> say, on top of the toilet, like, everything good in there, Tony? <laughs> yes, it's good. Leave me alone. Give me five more minutes. Ah. <laughs> 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 They hear him through the wall jerking <laughs> off. They're like, yo, is somebody masturbating to us fucking right now? Hit it harder, bro. <laughs> wouldn't that, wouldn't that like turn them on more? Cause like all so, this, this asshole underneath. No, but if you both know, does that make you kind of like a cuck in that situation? So kind of like a little bit, a, dis- a long distance cuck. Yes. Yes. It does. A cuck through the wall. For sure. A secret for sure. cuck. You're, well, a closet cuck. You, no, you're like a, you're like a neighbor cuck. Neighbor like, cuck. Neighbor cucks are a thing. Neighbor cucks are a thing. You can even have roommate cucks, dog. Because okay, I guess but what is the I've line? Definitely, I've definitely lived in p- houses with people because, like, I, a lot of my roommates when I was younger were females, and it was just girls that I was good friends with. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'd bring dudes home, I'd bring chicks home, and like, you know, so definitely you were listening to like your roommate plow somebody or get plowed by someone for sure. Not well, I believe that. Uh, you know that that happens. So like, but were you masturbating? I mean, yeah, you were obviously. No, but what is the line between like being like a cuck in that situation and then like watching porn or masturbating to your neighbor roommate fucking? You know what I mean? Like, what is uh? Because like porn's kind of like because a, a cucking be- situation. You're watching two be- other people have sex. So, so you, but but you would tell somebody that, hey, I watched Riley Reed just take this huge cock. Like you would, you would call that porn star out by name. You would. <laughs> I watched you would Jennifer ne- from next door you take would, this job. You would watch never my girlfriend walk- Jennifer take this huge con. You would never walk up to your roommate and be like, man, it sounded like you were getting your back blown out the other night. Like, what's up? You That's- should, though. I feel like we should get rid of – that should be a social norm. Now, I lived with a couple – It sounded like you were having a good time. I, I lived with a couple roommates where, like, uh, like I, I definitely distinctly remember one morning I had somebody over. She had somebody over, and we, like, both walked out of our rooms at the same time and kind of just – in the middle of the hallway mm-hmm. and like she went to the bathroom I went and started making breakfast she was like throw some extra biscuits on I was like got you fam <laughs> she was cool I live with a bunch of cool people most of the time a couple assholes I've only lived with uh, my mom twice and Sebastian <laughs> so that's, that's my roommate dude Sebastian my former roommate out in Winston shouts out Name dropping out here. I've li- I've Local a, legend. I've lived, a, I've lived a bunch of places. For sure. Have you ever lived outside of North Carolina? 
I've I've stayed in places for elongated periods of time, but I wouldn't say I lived there. Sure. Like I knew I was going there, and I was going for like four to six weeks, and then I was coming back. Gotcha. Like, I never really like. Put, I, I mean, I disappeared for a little while one time. That was that was a choice. It's a dark time in Tony's. This is when you had a you had your Chappelle moment. You had to go to Africa and find yourself. No, I wish that was that. No, that was just me. Just like I just wanted to go see other places. So I just went to as many other places as I could, and I kind of did it in the loop, and it took longer than I thought it was gonna. I hear you. What's a uh, what's your favorite place you've ever visited? Atlanta. Ah, uh, I don't. know. That's a, not a good answer, dude. Atlanta's, <laughs> Atlanta's, dude, Atlanta's sucks, Atlanta's dude. awesome. Atlanta's, Atlanta's cool, awesome. but it's like that's the. I mean, I don't know where else you've been. Fa- Falcons. I mean, so like, uh, let's see, Yonkers, New York, Manhattan. Uh, Dude, Manhattan, I feel like couple places tops top. Atlanta. I mean, it's cool, but it's just like so. I was in Atlanta at the time, hanging out with people who were doing music. Oh, for gotcha. music. Okay, I see what you mean. Like, like, and it was it was strictly the scene that I was involved with with my friends down there at the time. I just mean, I thought you meant like overall. Yeah, just you know, like, plus I was a Falcons fan. Like, if you're talking my favorite place where Falcons I had the most fan. fun, yeah. you know, it, it was Atlanta. It's it's Atlanta for sure. Um, that that's that, that's half the reason why I'm a Falcons fan is because I like the city so much. Hell yeah. Uh, one thing I like to do when I travel is I like to go to uh, like an art museum. Is that, that is like is like the, that is the gayest thing ever. But <laughs> no, I like seeing. But it. I love to I love like wherever whenever I go to a new city for like whatever reason I like to like especially like I, it's like a thing I started doing like through comedy or whatever. Like I would just like go to like Portland or like Detroit or New Orleans or whatever. I'd be like I'm gonna make it a point like while I'm here doing comedy to just like. So like I did do like an art museum during the day and then just like go do a set or whatever at night. Well, I mean it's that's not a bet like you'd be there there's some crazy like little bitty tiny places where people have been where it's like there's like a one off Monet that you know mm. got done like one time that's there and it's authenticated and it's real. It's just they just happen to be the people that it showed up at, you mm. know. So you do find cool interesting shit like that that you don't get to see anywhere else. Plus it's cool to see like local like cuz most of the time in an art museum you're going to get like that area's history yeah in some way shape or form so like you know you'll, you'll sometimes get like clothing of the period or like you yeah know. dude that that's stuff me. you see like jewelry or like plates or whatever yeah i went to an art museum in new orleans it was a uh, goolsby and i because we were like doing some shows there went to an art museum uh stoned as fuck uh <laughs> of course yeah. you got to uh but uh they we went to like this one wing and it was like the NFT wing, almost. It was like an entire... Not a wing. It was more like a room or whatever. Like a little gallery. But it was like all NFTs, dude. And I saw that shit. I'm like, we are doomed. We're fucked, man. Mm-hmm. NFTs are hanging up. In, it's like, I guess it is art, but it's like... It, it came out like yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, It's just like... I don't know. I'm too dumb to understand NFTs and Bitcoin. Like, People keep saying Bitcoin's a scam, but then I see people making money off it, so I really have no idea... I mean... What to actually think of it that's you kind of you feel old i do feel old because it's like oh the younger people and some people your age get it yeah oh which one people your age get it older people like some people yeah yeah, then you feel like dumb because it's like oh they're like 50 something it's like well they figured it out why yeah i I don't think i'll ever understand i do some stuff it's like it's it's a lane that you don't like if you didn't understand trading before it probably doesn't oh my god you know it just happened to be a publicized form of money and now like Ways that rich people stay rich have become very publicized, and like people are getting into it now, so it's becoming a business to get people into it. Mm-hmm. But you that's know, that's a good bad thing because you're going to have this new, in like ten years, you're going to have this new camp of like super generational wealthy people 
who just happen to get on board, and then everybody's going to slowly adapt to get their climb, but there's going to be a stagnant spot yeah. somewhere in there with people that just can't climb because the interest is too spread out between people. And that'll be a weird gap. That'll probably be like our kids. See, I think of like um, those like GameStop people or whatever who made a shit ton of money. You remember the GameStop? Dude, it was insane. Dude. Oh, Robin Hood? Yeah, it was like the Robin Hood GameStop. I had 10 people explain like that to me. Still. I still could not tell you what happened. So a bunch of people <laughs> hyped it up. Okay, so imagine like the first time somebody talked about Post Malone. Uh-huh. Like the real reason why Iverson blew up is because it's not some prolific song. I mean, let's let's take it for what it is. Like it's good, mm-hmm. but it was not ahead of its time at the time. But it just happened to catch a trend where everybody talked about it. So everybody just in the ether that were in there started talking about making a run on GameStop. Mm-hmm. And because they started talking about it, the market anticipated it. And then everybody bought into it, and then they just needed one person to start the sale trigger. And then it increased exponentially as this one person steadily sold one stock at a steady price for a set amount of time. But because it was selling, it started to trend. And then, like, everybody that bought in it, like, nothing made thousands of dollars. Yeah, I still don't know what you're talking about, but I so believe they, you. So they just made they, – they were just able to drive hype around it to make it popular. So because oh, yeah. it was popular at the moment – Yeah, a bunch of people bought it. it, it, it I know, like, a lot of people up. bought in – and there wasn't like enough or whatever to go. So it was like uh, a lot of like the big Wall Street people owed like these guys money, right? Something like that. So they, they rushed the market on a stock that shouldn't have done it. And it just it caused like a, a small incremental boost on them. And it, it like tripled their worth out of nowhere. That was but because of COVID though too, right? I feel like that played a factor because it was like during COVID too. Somewhere, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, because every, everything is, was kind of, like, everything's still kind of tanking because of that. Like, uh, you know, a lot of businesses just, like, got fired. Like, I think GameStop was already, like, on its final legs. And then COVID happened, and they're just, like... Oh. I honestly think that's why that uh, that SAG, the, the writer's strike, it's one of the factors. I think, because they renew their contracts, like, every three years. So I think what had happened was they renewed it 2019, 2020. COVID happened, and all the writers and shit were getting those checks but doing nothing because everyone was at home. So when they renewed it now, 2023, Hollywood's like, we don't want to do that. Let's huh. make AI images of you all. That way, if this happens again, oh yeah, we don't have this stagnation. Y'all just do nothing and get checks. Some of these people are getting like 20 bucks. Orange is the New Black, uh, what was her name? What was the character's name? Big Bertha, the butch one. Oh boo! Oh big boo! She she, she was uh, she lives in New York and she like was talking to some like elevator tech guys and they're like oh we love you and she was uh, on uh, Good Morning America or some shit and she was like yeah I got like twenty one dollars twenty one that's crazy dude. yeah <laughs> it's like you know how much like the student Netflix the studio like... well Netflix is one of the few places that doesn't release their streaming numbers. They don't yeah. tell you how well you did. Like, as a comedian, you'll never know the amount of plays you got on Netflix. That's so interesting. You'll just know if it shows up in the top ten. Something, though. Nobody. Nobody? Allegedly. That is crazy. I know, like, they, like you see it on, like, even a lot of televisions now, though, like, they kind of, like, talk about it or whatever. But, like, Didn't Russell Peters, like, shoot the special, then sell it to them? Yeah. Instead of, like, the other way? I think so. Yeah. But a lot of those guys have signed deals. Like, Segura's signed a deal. I think Sandler's still got some left in his... Chappelle's got a few more. Yeah, it'll be like you get so many specials or like a special in a movie or like a, you know, like yeah. a game, like a TV show. You have to be in like two or three TV shows. 
I guess that's smart. I, I really don't know. I mean, they just they just don't release their numbers. It's one of the things these guys are fighting for because like because they don't release their numbers, they pay at a scale, mm. and it's like it's not necessarily the scale, but they pay. It's like oh hey, you did this. So you don't pay, know your worth almost. Show. Yeah, but you don't know what that show did. Like it's yeah. not like you know Game of Thrones where you know fucking what what are they called the the fucking kneeling whatever the bend the knee. No goddamn fucking. <laughs> The, the the company that like writes all the TVs like the you're, oh, you're like HBO? A, no you're like a Nelson family or whatever Nielsen, Nielsen. Nielsen rating yeah yes. oh. like so you're Nielsen like that's that's where a lot of your views come in where they dude where they, Nielsen is a scam bro and they do that shit for like TV and like um, radio like I know personally with radio because I've talked to like you know people at radio about it um, it is like a ratings thing they you can't like you'll always do bad in the ratings until you like pay for like Nielsen. And then they, like, they put, you know, they do their thing. They give, like, transmitters to people or whatever. But, like, all of a sudden, once you start paying them money, they're like, oh, you're you're doing really good in the ratings. Like, your people are listening. It's like, but otherwise, like, they specifically, like, tank your ratings if you don't, like, pay for their service or, like, you know, well, like, see, buy into that, that shit. That's why Ted Turner revolutionized TV because, like, at that point, networks knew their individual ratings. But with cable encompassing everything and showing all networks at one place it gave a national broadcast rate. Mm. That's one of the things that that's why Ted Turner is always going to be one of the most influential people ever. Like that's that's cable. That's where you get 200 channels from. It's Ted fucking Turner. They want the motherfuckers now though. They're like they're fucked come October. If, if they don't have a deal like the studios? Yeah, a lot of writers are I think they're already losing like millions a day. Cuz like also when like now I think you don't get as much work. If you get hired on a show because of all this bullshit. You might do one season. That's yeah. right, yeah. And they want you to do, like, the bulk of it within, like, a couple weeks. That way they let you And then you, you know. don't even know if you're going to be employed next no, year it's, or whatever. It's just, yeah, it's a couple weeks worth. You used to have, like, I don't know, they were in post-production, like, pre-production. Now it's just, like, here. Damn. Well, you know writers yeah. always get fucked. Like, his, like, for as long as there's been a Hollywood, writers just get fucked, dude. No one gives a shit about the writers. And, like, that's where the, that's literally where the movie starts. It starts with the screenplay. Yeah. It's like, the, everything from, like, getting blacklisted, like, the McCarthyism shit, uh, to, like, the multiple strikes they've had. Like, writers really are just, like, like the jockey is like you know it's like fuck it they're the whipping boy you know what I mean I, I, nobody since, respects them since starting comedy though I do like talking or like being around other comics and screenwriters like screenwriters oh like, yeah dude I, I love I, people who write you know but screen dude like have you just cause I went to a few scripts. mixers when I was in grad school just to meet other screenwriters and it was awful really they, they think their shit just don't stink Mm. I feel like that's a lot of like artists in like creative fields. To be fair, like I, you know, there's a lot of comics. But I've like met that. like more like... screenwriters with the shit don't stink than comics. I'm not. I've met some comics that have that. But to be fair, you do have a bias because you are in like Greensboro, Winston, and I feel like generally out here, there's not like. There's no real ego issues out here, you know. Uh, like I feel like even like in Raleigh and Charlotte, you know, you got with like, comedy. Yeah, with comedy. Can oh yeah, it's like it's it's very few. I mean, it's yeah. It's, I've just experienced it more with screenwriters. Sure. And they're they're the worst. They're the <laughs> ones that act like that. I feel like musicians can be like that too. Musicians are crazy. Yeah, I believe that. So musicians are wild. Yeah. It's Dude, the writers, best song ever. Writers, like, chill, just, like, hang out, and musicians, like... 
party. Yeah, actors are like that too. People who are into acting. Always drama, dude. Yeah. Drama never escapes them. And as writers, we sit back and we're like, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to go get drunk and stoned and sit in my closet. <laughs> Try to write this new docuseries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Netflix wants a new season. I got to fucking go get on that. Uh, what are you working on? Transformers 21. <laughs> the third one's out. I know. You just got to get ahead. Age of the Bionic Dildo. Oh, God. Dildotron. Dildotron. Probably sold in some sad sex shop somewhere. Ah, is there a Transformer vibrator? I'm, I'm probably. If Charis Emerson's a vibrator, he's probably. Dude, the there's vibrators. They have an alien. You can buy a. You can buy a giant dildo that is to the spec proportions of a horse cock. Yeah, I mean, but you think you have like an auto, like Optimus Prime, but he turns into a fucking. Cock. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Okay. Hey, I'll see Cockatron. Yeah, Cockatron. Oh, I like that one. Cock scream. Uh, cock scream. Cock wave. Uh, Mega cock. <laughs> Mega cock. Bumble, bumble cock, bumble dick. Cock bee. <laughs> bee dick. Cock instead of prowl. Just cock. <laughs> cock just, just cock. Just dick. Just cum. Cock swipe, side cock. Cock scream or star cock? Cock scream. Cock scream, but I do like star cock, dude. I actually have over there on that shelf is a original first uh, <laughs> mm. star scream, like the very first version of it. See your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> I always thought star scream was a girl. I'm not gonna lie, it just mm. kind of sounded like a girl to me. Yeah. He like he would always hold. I, I do think Megatron and star scream were gay together, dude. The Megatron would just turn into a gun and he'd fucking. That is a euphemism for gay sex. <laughs> I'm not going to take Hold this. me, Starscream. Pull my trigger. Make me blast. Mm. Blast me all over Optimus Prime's chest. Uh, all over his big metallic chest. Uh, <laughs> when they transform, it's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Jesus Gay Christ. transformers. That's the bit of the... Gay formers. Gay. <laughs> gay formers. I feel like we're missing the obvious one, trans transformers. Trans <laughs> transformers. Former, just the transformers. It's really the whole episode is just RuPaul doing his makeup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You guys seen that, uh, the new uh, season of Transformers? Yeah, RuPaul's my favorite. <laughs> it's called RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> the real Transformers. The real Transformers of L.A., it's actually instead of like it's like actual like drag racing or whatever it's like RuPaul's drag racing mm. but they turn into the Autobots they turn into the Transformers and race but like they got makeup on like they're like gay it's like gay cars gay cars you know like the car movie yeah. cars but they're gay but they're gay okay. <laughs> somebody get Pixar on the phone I know dude we're gonna be Thousandaires. I do bet there's gonna like I guarantee there's gonna be like um, a Pixar like animated film about like a trans kid or something like in the next. Series. No, there's not. It's I think Disney, so, bro. Disney is about it, dude. Disney's bro. You trans it is money, dude. You're making money. There's a lot of like, dude. Bud. I mean, actually, Bud Light's not a good example. I feel like we've talked about that before, but uh, yeah, that was anytime Kid Rock decides to egregiously shoot you. 
You've done. You make, you're making bad decisions yeah. if you're working with Kid Rock. Who, he was married to Pamela Anderson, dude. I did not know that shit. Yeah. How? How did that happen? I mean, Pamela Anderson was also married to Tommy Lee. One could ask the same thing. But Tommy Lee is objectively better than Kid Rock. But, dog, Kid Rock, when Kid Rock came out, yo, ball with the ball, when Kid Rock came out, was that shit, bro. Him and uh, Josie when yeah, he was alive. Yeah, fucking 12-year-old, 35-year-old. He was like a midget Andy Milanakis. He's not even, like, legit white trash, though. Like, he He's came like, oh, for, for money. money yeah, but also, he just Taylor Swift's like that, too. She's like, I'm a country girl, but she grew up on, like, a million-dollar ranch. I mean, that don't mean, I mean, location, location, location. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Take advantage of what you got or whatever, but, um... But it is, like, a little disingenuous. Like, dude, I was talking to Seth uh, the other day. He didn't know this. White boy Seth or Durag Seth? White boy Seth. He didn't know Credence Clearwater. Uh, they're not, like, from the South. Like, they're, like, the main singer or whatever. He's, like, from California. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude. They're not a Southern rock band at all. They're, like, Cali. Southern Cali. They're from, like, Oildale, which is the same thing. Leonard Skinner's from Compton. It's true. It's true. Whoa, I didn't know that shit either. Yeah, dude. We're the famous fucking Southern Rockers. Are you fucking with me? No, uh, yeah, I thought you believed me? I did believe you. Oh no, I'm lying my ass off. Because <laughs> you like you should have just never corrected. You knew more me, like sick than I do. I'm like, I no, thought I, I, I don't know. Dude, there are a million rednecks in Alabama that just had aneurysms. Like, I know. But there I don't well all the good motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't. I don't like Leonard Skinner though. So like, I, you could have fooled me. Oh, yo, whoa! I know I, those whoa. Alabama guys are definitely whoa. coming out. I'm not a Leonard Skinner fan. Curtis, you've heard of them? You just I do know. I've heard of them. I Curtis, know Curtis Lowe and, is awesome. Oh, yeah. Curtis Lowe is awesome. That is a badass song. That is a badass. Okay. Song. I well, I don't know if I know that one. But to be fair, I look. I haven't listened to a lot of Leonard Skinner. From what I have heard, they're just kind of like mid to me. Just like. I mean, that's fair. I'm Reggie not a, Rock. Uh, I'm not a Zeppelin fan, so I mean. Oh, that's a hot take, dude. I thought Leonard Skinner was racist. I don't know if they are, but just the name I'm sure of the they band. They a lot of members. I'm sure at least one of them. And they put like the, the Confederate flag on the, the, the words of the. Yeah, yeah. Oh just like a big Southern rock thing. I feel like every like super Southern rock band has the Confederate flag David, at some point. David Allen Coe. Shit, Don Beck Daryl played a Rebel flag guitar for a long time. Mm -hmm. And Daryl Abbott's the fucking man. That's a hell of a guitar player. <clears throat> he was a guitar player in Pantera. Interesting. I see the the Confederate flag thing. That's weird. I like. I I can see like why, like even if they weren't like racist, why they would just like a Southern thing. It's like, hey, I'm from the South. Yeah, Ludacris wore like, a Confederate yeah. flag jumpsuit. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know. When was this? Like 2006 or something? It Maybe. Was, I think it was like right when Get Back came out. Dig deep, whoop, whoop, I ain't playing around. <laughs> Maybe like 2005 or 2007. Okay. Maybe somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. around that time. Uh, That's so funny. I gotta see a picture. Outcast did that too. Like, Dirty that. Dirty South Rap was Dirty South Rap. Yeah, they had a Confederate flag. Some of them did. Some of them used, like, Some black dudes it. would be like, oh, my, uh, ain't heritage hate. Um, it's heritage, not hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, it is a weird heritage, because that heritage is still slavery, but... I, I do see, like, why some of the, like, especially, like, musicians are trying to, like, be, like, kind of, like, you know, punk or, like, you know, like, against the grain. Like, it is, like, a rebel flag, and it is, like, it is, like, oh, 
we're from the south you know we were like we're deep south yeah like, like a lot of people looked at it more as like a uh, to be real a lot of people like were like thought of it as more like it's the rebel flag you know it means yeah. rebellion as opposed to being like nah this is the battle flag of the confederacy like, yeah i can but also like i see the other it's like it is it was like and it wasn't even like the main flag of the confederacy it's like specifically like some virginia yeah. like regiment that lost their flag but like uh, I forgot what I was saying. I, I can I see the argument of like why it's offensive and stuff like that. It's like I totally that's totally valid or whatever. But it's like you know, I I do get like people who aren't racist like why you know like dude yeah all these old rockers all these rappers or whatever it's like a it's just like a metaphor almost yeah mm-hmm. I get a metaphor exactly I don't know what a metaphor is. Well, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's definitely going to get me in trouble. <laughs> David Dicker supports the Confederate flag. No. Now i got to drop a comedy special with me draped in the Confederate flag. Like Ralphie May. Huh? Uh, Ralphie May's got one where he's draped in an American flag on it. I feel like you should trip everybody out and just like get up there like flag of Islam. Just fucking... Ooh, the ISIS flag, dude. Maybe not that one. <laughs> It should be a flag that instead of said "Don't tread on me," it just says "Walk all over me." Walk all, walk hard. You know, it's like, but also in like Nazi Germany, you know, it's like you can't fucking. Whoa! Bringing up the Nazi. It's not a podcast with three dudes. The Hitler and the Nazis aren't brought up. None of us are fathers. Like, there's no reason to talk about Nazis. I feel like that's like almost your final evolution of being a dad. Like you know, talk about the Nazis. It's World like, War Two history. It's, it's like, well, history in general. And you, I love history. You either just man. focus really hard on the Civil War or World War Two. I personally yeah. think World War Two is more interesting than the Civil War, just because it's just like a bigger. It's just like it's the world stage and stuff like that. That's why he's hacky pappy. See, what, he's already there. I'm already do. I'm he's an old. Man. I am an old man. I do like. I love. Well, I've also. I've always loved history. Like. uh Dude, I'm gonna like flex right now. I took a push, dude. What's up? Stepped in the area. I took AP US history. Got a five on that test too. I love history. I'm a I'm a sucker for fucking. You excited for World War Three? <laughs> no, bro. Everything is better in trilogies, dude. Uh, that's true. It is coming. We the Cold need... War was kind of like the unofficial third one. You know what I mean? It was, that was just like, like the preamble. Yeah, it was like it was like a transitional. It was like they made the. Pre- it wasn't quite like a prequel, but it was like prequel level as far as like Star Wars go. Like not quite as exciting Cold as the Wars first. Cold War's a side two. story, dude. That bad, had nothing bad, to do. Bad pigs, we got close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got close, dude. Look, I, you know, it could happen. There's, and... there's warships not far from Alaska right now. Russian or U.S. Chinese and Russian. Oh wow, that's a uh, that's not shocking though. I feel like I feel like China is trying to big dick us. We big dick each other all the time, America and China. They're always like. Put the boats there, just in a sign. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt famously did that. He sent like the biggest battleship in our fleet, like to like different ports around the world, just to like just a big dick him. Like, hey, you know, we got the biggest battleship. This is what we're working with. You know, don't try anything. I mean, World War Two and World War Two did eventually break out. I think this one of the scariest quotes I ever read. It was Albert Einstein that said, "I do not know what weapons World War Three will be fought with." But I know World War Four will be thought will be fought with sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. That's a good quote. That's a that's a that's a quote that gets my dick hard, dude. Uh, did either? That's why I'm getting a sword, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you got? Are you think you're gonna survive past World War Four? Oh yeah. 
for World War Three. Yeah, I'm. See, we're we're about to unlock the intergalactic chain of immortality, dog. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna reach enlightenment. I'm gonna you sound like, like Neil right now, dude. I'm gonna be like a I'm gonna be like a planeswalking samurai that just protects people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, idiot box turns into like some kind of like shogun dojo. All like, just comedian shogun, dude. Jenny's our emperor. Yeah. No. <gasps> Uh, what was it? I forgot what I was gonna fucking say something about World War, uh, three and big dicks. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know those things were synonymous with one another. It's war, so yeah, it's a, it's a it's a giant dick off. That's for sure. It really is, dude. I killed more. I mean, dude, I they think their dicks are bigger than ours. Bomb them. <laughs> I love the uh, was it Neville Chamberlain story when they were like, "Hey, your buddy Hitler, like, is he cool? Yeah, he's, he's fine. a cool guy." Then he invades Poland. Like, <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. All right, man. Well, all right, I'll see you around. Yeah. It's like it's like vouching for your friend who you know is a shithead, but like you just trying yeah. to like, and you're just sitting there like maybe you won't do it this time. Does, and then he does yeah. the thing, and you're just like fuck, dude. Man, I've had friends like that, like vouch for, like at work and stuff like that. You vouch for them, and they end up just like smoking weed in the fucking break room, like that's <laughs> highly specific. But that is basically Neville Chamberlain and yeah. <laughs> and that guy. You're God really damn good. it, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah. It's the third time this week. I would love to do a sketch on that. It's just the Hitler part. Not just like that. it's like, yo Neville, get your boy, and it's like, <laughs> oh man, that's wild. What's his name? Adolf. What? <laughs> Adolf. Addy. Please don't make me look bad in front of British Parliament, Adolf. I'm begging you. I just got this job, dude. Can you just not be weird? Churchill's a fucking schmuck, Addy. <laughs> just shut up, <laughs> dude. Uh, World War Two. Love World War Two history. I also love Gilded Age history. American, like that's like um, that's like eighteen seventies to like early nineteen hundreds. So like cowboys. Uh, yeah, cowboys, um, like railroads, you know, this is when corporations were like starting to get like their footing. Skyscrapers were like a brand new thing, you know, like America was starting to like get its first real taste of like what it meant to be like a, a big, have like capitalism just go crazy. Wasn't you know? Wells Fargo like 1906 or some shit? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, literally, it's like one of the first, like, millionaires, like, Vanderbilt, uh, like, the latter half, you had, like, Carnegie. And then the Rothschilds showed up and fucked it all up. Uh, <laughs> Arguably, they were all fucking shit up, but, like, it is interesting, like, a lot of these uh, things we have that we take for granted, like, libraries and uh, shit like that, like, that in museums, like, that is, be that is basically just millionaires having too much money and just like fuck it you know i want i want a dinosaur skeleton in the middle of new york like that's where like museums and uh or like the the museums were a thing but like how they became like open to like the public you know what i mean like well because before they were like private collections yeah it was just like yeah it was private collections for scientists and researchers there was no like showing and it was actually a controversial thing back in like the 18 80s in like the science community a lot of scientists felt that the public should not have access to this stuff it should be for people who have a passion for science 
or whatever. But, you know, thankfully that changed because I feel like that's how you breed an interest in science. Having, yeah. Like, you know, having kids be able to have access to that. Showing how it works. Exactly. That makes sense. That's my fucking, that's my soapbox. <laughs> that's my fucking pro-science rant. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, we got to pay the bills real quick. We're going to take a quick break real quick to play an ad for W Energy. Uh, so listen to that real fast and we'll be right back. This episode of the Sidewalk Crew is sponsored by Dubby Energy. We're declaring war on big energy. That's right. You've heard it. Guys, I've, I've been somebody who for a long time has drank energy drinks from a lot of those companies that sell a lot of different colorful cans in a lot of different colorful places. And uh, you know what? It's just I always find out like I either drink too much and I feel jittery sometimes because of the additives, uh, because it's got so much filler, um, because there's so much sugar in it. Even in the ones that don't have sugar, they hide sugars in it. There's just a lot of other bullshit in a lot of your energy drinks and you know with w energy we're waging war on it w energy is a new energy drink that's out there declaring war on it they're tired of big energy favoring profit over quality and making energy drinks loaded with um maltotoxin fillers artificial colors and dyes sugars all sorts of things you shouldn't have things that make you shake and everything and especially things that get you crash so if you're as upset as i am you know uh, declare war on big energy with us check out w energy drink um w energy drink comes in a powder throw it in a shaker shake it up on your own man look fantastic fantastic flavors um, me personally, I'll tell you what, since I've been with W, uh, I really like the Dragonade, uh, Dragonade's awesome, you've also got the Dub Sludge, uh, the Big Energy Tears, uh, the Beach and Peach is fantastic, the Beach and Peach is slushy worthy, I'm telling you, flavors like Passion Joy, Push and Punch, um, and if you're not ready to commit to a whole tub of energy, that's perfectly fine, uh, you know what, grab a starter pack, the starter pack comes with a shaker cup, and a couple small ends so you can get a sample of what it's like. Experience crash-free energy. Experience something better. And if you use the code ThatComicTony, you're going to get 10% off your purchases on Dubby. That's right. If you use the code ThatComicTony at uh, checkout, you'll get 10% off on your purchases. So declare war on big energy. Try Dubby using the code ThatComicTony today. And we can declare war on big energy together, guys. Oh, I, I blew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, she did, that made her want a bone. You did blow it. She wanted the bone right after that. She's like, I gotta fuck the guy who made this smell. Dude, then that'd be questionable. I'm like, you yeah. really want to do that with me? Uh, <laughs> you, you ever been in a mic and you get the bubble guts out of nowhere and you try to sneak away with one? I've done it before. Yes, I have. I'll hold it. I'm probably gonna get colon cancer from it, bro. <laughs> dude, it. I have. I've been sitting there before. I'm. This asshole laugh at me like when we outside. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> Farts are funny, dude. Yeah. Farts are funny. <laughs> like sometimes I don't try to, and it's just like, oh, God damn. <laughs> Everyone knows. I try. I do try to do like the step away. Uh, but sometimes, dude, like, yeah, I try not. I do try to hold them in, but also I don't give a fuck. Like especially like during the mic, there's a bunch of people in the back. I'll just fucking just let it rip, dude. But mine are pretty. I'm pretty good at like I've mastered the silent fart, dude. So like. I'll, I'll let some, like, nin I'm on some ninja shit, dude. Like, slowly tapping on everyone on the shoulders. So, like, <laughs> and, every and everyone's like... <laughs> also, it's like, dude, when there's, like, seven comics, sweaty comics, you know, in the back. Yeah, dude, you feel like it is silent. It could have been any one of us, man. Dog, I remember this one time, like, it, Usual stuff I had eaten right? before. Like, I got food delivered because I had been up there for, like, three or four hours. And I got, like, a slice of pizza and a Philly cheese. And, like, uh, I, 
I saved the slice of pizza. I ate half the Philly cheese, and like, dude, it ripped my stomach up. Mm-hmm. And like, I was sitting there, and I was like, oh god, and like, I felt it coming. I just like went, and like, I was so glad that like a big laugh happened when like it happened. I think JD had gone on stage, and I was just like, but it was like I didn't shit, but it was just air. It was this huge gas uh. bubble, but it left like. Like, it sounded like I was kickstarting a motorcycle. You're about and, to go up? N- no, it was. I think I was. I think Jenny called me right after JD, too. But I just like it was like all the, and everything, and I was like, and like I was like, and I thought I like died, like because it was. Just, I felt hot air around the rim Ooh. of my anus. But like there was. Did you think you shit yourself? I, for a minute, I yeah, did. For, dude, sometimes it's hot farts, man. You're like, damn, did anything come out on that one? But like, fortunately, I I was in the bathroom when it hit. You know, and like it was, just, it just made a loud noise in the toilet, and I come out of the bathroom, and I think she did call me up right afterwards. <laughs> I up. thought I was gonna die when Maria Bamford came. Oh, really? Because I didn't. I was pretty drunk. I didn't eat that whole day, and I had smoked a little, and I'd had like three cigarettes, so I, it was just too much for my body. I thought I felt my heart stopping sometimes. Oh. I'm like, I'm about to die of all shows, like right now, <laughs> right now. It was crazy. Did you go to the first show or the second show? It was the first one. I went to the second one. I think so I was. That's on, right, that's on the right. way into the second one, I ate a mushroom chocolate and a regular chocolate. Ooh. Oh, I bet that was a good show. Dude, that show was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet. Uh, one time, I'm going to talk about shit some more. One time. Um, I'm going to talk about shit some more. I talk about a time I shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> one time I had a date with this girl um, and we were going to hang out. We were going to get dinner, but like she was like, ah, just come on over. Um, come on over around like 930 or whatever. And uh, But I was like, I hadn't eaten all day. I was hoping we'd go get food or something. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to stop at McDonald's. Like before I go over, bad to, call. I know it's a horrible call. I've learned. I've learned now. But uh, I was like, I'll just get a fucking burger or whatever and some fries. You got to make double, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did get a double, dude. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a shit stir. See, we talked about these powers that I have previously. You, do, you know your, about, you know yeah, your, I know my, I know, my, food, I know my fast food. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm eating it in like the most depressing. I'm like, I'm wearing like a turtleneck. Uh, I have, like, it's, like, winter, dude. I have, like, my pea coat or whatever. Uh, dude, I fucking, I look dapper. And I'm just in my car. Dapper. I'm in my car eating, a, like, a McDouble and fries, like a fucking crazy person. And, like, I'm just, like, you know, I finish it. I'm, like, just chilling. I feel like, you know, a rumble in the, in the tum, in the tum-tum. And I fart. And mm-hmm. I feel a little bit of a, a splat, dude. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a little bit that comes out and I'm like well fuck so I like I like I kind of like crab walk into McDonald's dude well that's gonna itch when it tries <laughs> <laughs> I crab walk into McDonald's and I go in the bathroom and it's like luckily it's not my underwear but like it is you know I got a hairy ass you know it's like in the cheeks and stuff so I'm like wiping I'm going crazy wiping it up and then like. I'm like pulling up my pants, like wetting toilet paper at the sink, crab walking back into the stall and like wiping with that. So there's probably like residual fucking uh, toilet paper. <laughs> it's like also so funny. It's like I'm wearing a turtleneck and a peak of crab walking with shit in my ass. <laughs> the, the bathroom of this McDonald's. And so I, I am like wetting the toilet paper, but now I got a problem. My ass is wet. I think, I think I've gotten all the shit. I'm, like, pretty sure. There has to be, like, residual toilet paper. There's residuals. There always is. Yeah. But, like, my ass is wet. So I'm, like, 
So, like, I kind of pull up my underwear. And I, like, thank God no one is walking in this bathroom or whatever. So, I, like, I go to, like, they don't have hand towels. They just have the air dryer. So, I'm, like, sticking my ass under the blow, the blow dryer, trying to, like, dry my ass. And, like, my underwear's a little bit wet, too, you know, from, like, all the back and forth and stuff. But it's not from shit. It's from just, residuals. like, residuals and wet toilet paper and water on my ass. So, dude, I do this for, like, God... I don't know, it felt like half an hour, I was just like trying to make sure everything's like spick and span. So I go back to the car and I go over to her apartment oh. with this guilt, dude. I should have just canceled. This guilt. I should have just canceled, but I was just like, my confidence was shattered, bro. You shit your pants in a turtleneck, dude. It's you can't be confident after that, dude. I felt like the like. Uh, wait, what color? What color was the turtleneck? Black, dude. <laughs> black. I was like all black. I too. pictured you in a blue one for some reason. No, I was like all black or dude. gray. I was dude, like, I picture. I'm not gonna lie. I pictured him in a navy blue one with like charcoal pants and his brown shoes on. Uh, That's exactly what I pictured. And like black a, turtleneck, black pants. Black Pico, dude. I was, I was fucking the awesome. softest Johnny Cash ever, bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> I was doing my Kenny Powers, bro. I was fucking all black with shit in my pants. Dude. I was black and brown. All right, that's what I fucking was. So anyway, I go over to her place and uh, my confidence is shattered. She, she invites me. We sit down on her bed. She's like, "What do you want to watch?" So like, you want to watch some SVU? And like, sure, you know what I mean. So we, we're literally watching like SVU and. Dude, I just, I cannot, I just couldn't make a move. I just asked her a bunch of, so what do you do, you know? Like, oh, you work at a JCPenney. What, what's that like? Oh, the perfume section. Oh, I bet you deal with a lot of fucking cranky old ladies or whatever. It was just like, dude, crappy small talk. And it never just crossed your mind to be like, hey, will you put your asshole on nope, my nose? I did not say that, dude. <laughs> I, I, I was also like a younger guy, too, so I didn't really have like... You know, like Moxie, Moxie, and um, again, like, dude, I shit my pants like not even an hour. Ago. So I was just like, I was really Isn't that crazy? just like, yeah, I was just not in the zone. And so, like, like an hour of just like small talk, I finally, finally muster, like, yeah, you, know, uh, you know, a little something like that. You know, the and she's like, it's getting late. I think you should go. <laughs> I like totally understand, and, uh, and that was, and that was that. I know, it was a very anticlimactic ending, but, uh, yeah. But dude, you shit your pants. I did shit my, I shit my butt cheeks. If the, you want to be technical. That didn't get any in the underwear. The, the last time I shit my pants, uh, was, I was fortunately at home, and it was like I had just, like, gotten COVID and kind of started to think it was COVID. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was laying in bed and my stomach hurt, and it hurt so bad I couldn't get up, it was just cramping. Mm -hmm. and, like, I finally get up and I make it to the bathroom and I get all the way to the door, and, like, so in the bathroom in those apartments, you had, like, a door, and, like, here was a sink and, like, a linen closet, but then there was another door that led to a little tiny, like, what looked like a half app, but there was a full shower and a, and a fucking commode in there. But there was a door that divided them two rooms, so I closed that first door, and, like, the second door was open. And, like, as I'm going that first door, I'm just, like, I was, like, fuck it, I'm just going to throw my pajamas off and, like, at this point, aim for the tub. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that was, I knew I was going to make it in the tub. And, like, I fucking, like, went to take my pants off and it just, I just hit this terrible... And just... Or sprayed it. Dude, I could have... Oh, my God. I probably could have painted a barn. <laughs> <laughs>
Dude, you fucking muck sprayed. <laughs> you fucking... Dude, it was... I just... It, I literally just threw you those... shit like a hippopotamus. Yeah, I threw, the, I threw those pajamas away. Uh, <laughs> like, didn't get in the pajamas. Uh, yeah, that was... They took the force of it. It was like a parachute ooh. deploying. <laughs> dude, it was all wet. You're like a falling hot air balloon, dude. It was all wet. It was just the worst. Like, uh, it was... I, yeah, I know what kind of shit it was, too. You didn't even have to tell me it was wet. I knew it was wet, dude. I fucking... Dude, ever since then, I swear, once a month, I get butt pee. Butt pee. Butt pee. Yeah, it's, it's just butt pee. Like, just like, your stomach gets real bubbly, and then all of a sudden, it's just like... I know, because it's... It's just water. It it's, feels it's like, unhealthy as shit, it's, Yes, dude. it does. It's like, damn, I'm dying right now. That's probably... I get that if I got hammered the night before. Yeah, I get, yeah. The drug shits. We were just like, ah, uh, this is just all water. Because I can smell the alcohol. Oh, same, dude. Yeah, so I can gross. smell how drunk I was. Yeah, I'm like, through my shit. Christ. That is that is fucking disgust. It's so foul, but it's it so is. true, dude. You just you know how fucked up you were by the smell of your drunk shits. Dude, I, I had mornings where I woke up and I like. So there was this one morning in particular. It was years ago. I used to live uh, in a trailer park off the highway with my buddy. And I had to go to work the next day, and I woke up and I called him back, and I was like, "I think I should call out." He was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Dude, I just gagged myself on one of my farts." Oh my god! <laughs> like it was like like we were drinking like, and I was supposed to be at work in the afternoon, and like I ended up drinking and woke up like an hour before I had to be at work, so like I like took the quickest splash and dash shower ever, changed clothes, got in my car. It was like fifteen minutes down there, and I hit the first video and just, and it was uh, just, I'm like sitting there and I'm like. <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember one time in uh, fourth grade, one of my buddies, uh, Josh Kenley, that's his name, uh, he farted, and another one of our friends, William, the fart was so bad, William smelled it and puked all over himself in the middle of class, dude. Just that's like, epic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this kid got hit so hard, we were playing football one time, and like this kid got tackled so hard he shit himself. Damn, that, I know, you imagine, so dude, much it was, it was rough, dude, like, cause it was like, he's I, definitely got brain damage We're pretty now, sure dude. he shit himself when he hit the ground. He's a personal trainer now. Oof. But like, it was like, rough. dude, it was like, he got folded like a, it was the first time I heard somebody use the phrase folded like a chair. Damn. Like, and just like, it was like, Hoo! folded like a white dock chair. Dude. Yeah, like a white dock chair, boy. Yo, we had this uh, jungle gym that was like a dome, and I remember the first time, like, I, like, got all the way to the top of it hanging upside down, and somebody, like, accidentally walked over and stepped on my hand, and I went, ah, and I just let go, and it was like, I fell flat back, like, three Oof. feet in the ground, and I just remember being like, <gasps> like, yeah, that, fucking, out of breath. that sound oh, you make when all man. the air leaves your body, just, <gasps> that reminds me, one time in, uh, it was, like, fifth grade. Uh, it was like recess. We had recess fifth grade. I don't know if that's yeah. useful, but uh, yeah, we had recess fifth grade. We got to sixth grade, and I was confused. I was like, no we had recess in, in my middle school. We had recess. But well, we anyway, did. I digress. Hold. On. We were we were. It was like recess, and a lot of us were doing this. I, I don't know if it's like a game or what. It's like you link arms, and then you like kind of spin like as fast as you can, and like the whole point is to like have people like fall off the chain or whatever. So we were doing this like on the like uh, the basketball court or whatever. So dumb. And we were spinning. And I was at the very end, dude. And I fell off. And I fell backwards and hit my head against the fucking concrete so hard, dude. I, didn't, I wasn't bleeding or anything like that. But, like, it hurt so bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking my vision, like, 
was like all fucked up. And like, I remember like as soon as it happened, I was like trying to do math to make sure I still <laughs> knew how to fucking, like two plus two is four, right? Five plus five, <laughs> Eleven, shit, you know, just like trying to make sure I was still, I still think about that to this day. I feel like it fucking knocked something loose in my head when that happened. I definitely had some hard hits to the head. I used to skateboard and like jump ramps with bikes. My buddy had a bike ramp, a plastic one. Those little X Factor ramps you could buy for a while, and uh, we tried to ramp it one time. And I pulled back and tried to do a backflip because like we'd seen all these guys like do it, you know. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck it, I got enough speed and like I'll get enough height." But like I just I hit the ramp and I'd started pulling up on the way up the ramp, which you don't want to do. You want to make sure you're like leaving the ramp. So like my front wheel was off already by the time that I like lost the pressure of the front end. So like I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm going back, and at that point the rear tire just slips and like oh, you only get parallel man. and it was. <laughs> like that was bad uh, Jesus I bounced on the trampoline one time and I overshot and I fucking my legs got caught up in the springs on the way down and I just wham oh damn mm. I remember I fell off a trampoline one time I thought I broke my arm I was crying like a baby I was probably like seven or something I started fucking crying for my mommy dude it hurt <laughs> I run into a clothes on one time like on a bike hold <laughs> it Dude, you should, uh, I'm sure you talked to Seth Kerman. He's got a lot of, like, fuck. He does, like, a lot of biking and stuff. He has a lot of fucked up scars from, like, doing crazy shit on there. I, uh, I remember I, I tried to jump this 10 stair one time, uh, skateboarding. And, like, I hit the bottom and, like, my back foot slid off the board. And my front foot stayed on the board and it went that way. Damn, dude. And the only reason I remember that one is because it tore my... My pants split so hard that, it, like, it just busted the crotch. But then, like, this one leg immediately tore all the way down to, like, the ring on the ankle. Jeez. Like, it was just, shh, like, just so fast. And I'm just sitting there just, like, you know, dicking balls out. Just mm-hmm. fucking fucked up, like, road rash all over the inside of my thighs and shit. Like, just Ooh, in pain. You literally had, like, birds flying around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we we used to. I remember we used to be stupid. And we used to try to jump across shit, and like I remember I tried to jump across like a house to like a, a shed one time, and like I missed and I slipped and I like my feet just went out from under me and I just smacked on the roof of the shed. My buddy Joey backflipped off the top of my house one time in the snow and slipped and like hit the deck, and then he did it a second time and like caught the arm rail and then like oh, went all the way to the ground. Man. We drug a trampoline into a garage one time just to like jump on the trampoline so we could grab the roof of the garage. And then, like, such kid shit, too, by yeah. the way. That's such dumb kid shit to do. No. My buddy had a hill behind his house that was like that. Like, it was it was almost a straight-down 90-degree drop. And we used to ride bikes down it. Like, just... Did you ever do that thing? I, I never did this, but I've always wanted to. The thing where, like, you get into, like, a tire. Like, a big, empty tire. Yes. And, like, you've done that, dude. Terrible. I've always... I bet it's terrible. terrible. I've always wanted to do that. I've never actually... Yeah, well, you feel everything that I happens. Like, every it, little ding, 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 ding. It hurts so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, not good for your back. Yeah, I'm definitely too old to do that now. Yeah, was something. Uh, that was, was a young man. I saw it on a King of the Hill episode as a kid, and I was like, I want to fucking do that. But I never really had like tires <laughs> around where I was. There's never just tires laying around, or if they were, they weren't big enough to like actually do that. So I saw it on Beavis and Butthead. They just kept rolling, like they caused like a traffic pileup because <laughs> they were just rolling through. Dude, we had a uh, we had lawn darts. Oh man, you're wild. We had horseshoes. My uncle got hit in the head with a metal horseshoe. That's the whole reason they stopped playing horseshoes in Gilbert County Schools. Uh, it's because in the seventh grade, my uncle took a horseshoe to the dome. Family history, dude. Yeah, just 
Crazy. That's a legacy. Is he brain damaged because of it, or is he like... probably? But he... <laughs> no, he does well. He's a good guy. And he never saw the inside of the gym. Oh, that's awkward silence, dude. We're good podcast guests. Silence. That's what that does. Silencié. Poor Fave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more fun things to talk about, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming to the end of it anyway. Got to figure out how to wrap this one up. Mm, yeah, I already told my shit story, dude. My poop in the pants story. I well, want a, I want a trilogy for World War. That's what I want. World War Three. I do not support this idea. I don't either, although it would be kind of crazy. It would be crazy to be like, yo, I lived through World War Three. Assuming you lived. I personally do not want to serve, uh, even though, like, everyone in my family has served. Like, every male has, on my dad's I think I'm, I'm too old, unless they're, like, the cap is 40. But if World War Three, they might get desperate, dude. They might That's be fucking, saying. we're recruiting children, dude. We need... Yeah, we need Geneva Convention, more like Geneva Suggestion. <laughs> Come, my army of child soldiers. Yes. Dude, Coney was doing it, bro. Make Coney the general. Whatever happened to that guy, Coney? Is he even real? I feel like I've heard that was just like an internet scam or something. Nah, I'm pretty sure that's real. Oh, I mean, I don't doubt there's like child soldiers and... That was the whole point of the Geneva Convention. It was like 2011, 2010. It's like Coney, 20, whatever. I didn't know much about it. I never followed up with it. Was it 2010 or 2012? What was it? One of those. Yeah, because I remember that was I remember that was the that was the thing everyone that was the bad guy everyone yeah. and like the American public was like concerned we gotta stop Coney dude Coney twenty whatever that almost sounded like an election campaign Coney twenty yeah Coney was fucking it's another election next year is he I really do wonder what happened to that fucking guy oh, Chris Chan's another one Christine Chan I guess is another one I wonder what happened to she's in yeah. prison now. But, like, I think she got out or their, their case is going on or something. I couldn't tell you. I wish I could. You boys got anything coming up you want to plug? Uh, yeah, Cannibal Spectre. Uh, well, I don't know if it's going to be out, but it'll probably be on streaming, YouTube. I say streaming. It's going to be on Netflix, dude. It's going to be on HBO, my fucking... We get it on Tubi. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I probably could get it on, like, Amazon Prime. I know people... People can just upload anything they want on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but no, I won't do it. It'll it'll probably be on YouTube or like um, maybe a Patreon or something. I don't fucking know. I haven't thought that far ahead. But it will be. It is coming out. It is a thing I did. So hell yeah, Tony. Uh, I'm gonna be in uh, L.A. Um, Ooh, <laughs> I can't even. But I'm alive. <laughs> I, can't think of, I can't think of. Uh, I was gonna have. I'll be in St. Louis. He's uh, gonna be at the Apollo Theater next weekend. He's gonna be fucking humping the stump. Humping the stump, dude. Shout out Allie Clayton, boy. Yeah. You fucked up. No, I'm kidding. No, she was. She was. She was killer. Though. Um, other than Cannibal Specter, nothing. Uh, Mike's. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be hosting at a uh, Brewers Kettle the 23rd for Nikki Cha Cha. Nikki Cha Cha. Nikki Cha Cha. That'll be fun. Little Nikki. But yeah. He is the devil. He is. He is. He is for sure. He definitely talks like him. 
Hey, you get to meet the devil. Oh. <laughs> uh, I will be, uh, let's see, uh, the 20... 20- Drop those dates, dude. Let's see. Uh, so the next, coming up a uh, couple weeks from me, I will be at, uh, let's see, Jugheads for Seth Kerman on Monday the 21st, which is tomorrow, which is when this episode uh, will be released a week from. Um, so uh, the 21st, I'll be at Jugheads. Uh, the uh, 25th and 26th, uh, the 25th, I'll be at Grey Gables. The 26th, I'll be at um, Brewer's Kettle. Comedy Festival. And then uh, September the 4th, I will be at the Idiot Box at the Late Show. And September the 6th, I'll be at the Idiot Box on the second to last show in the box. Yeah, I guess we're all going to be at the festival. Yeah, too. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot. Forgot about the biggest week of comedy in North I know. Carolina. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited to just be around it and hang out. And oh, yeah, perform. dude, I'll be hanging out. Not that I'll I don't be... like performing, no. but... No, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing shows. I'll be hanging out, fucking yeah, just being yeah. a degenerate comedian yeah, the, for the, a week. That'll be a fun week of, uh, of everything. I think the only day that I won't be there the whole day is Tuesday. Uh... It's not bad, though. Not bad. Yeah, that dude. Because from that Wednesday till the next Monday, I'm off. So we. And I live closer. God. I'll have to drive <laughs> half an hour to go to the hangout. The I know, dude. That's like last year. That's why I was like, I was there all the time, dude. Like I, I took like time off. I was just fucking. I did work some nights, but I was just like chilling there all day. Like as soon as I woke up, driving to the festival, fucking. Get high, do, like, the activities or whatever. Because it's just, like, dude, I live, like, right next... Not right next to the club. But it's, like, you live in the city. You might as well fucking yeah, go hang out, you know, have a good time, meet everybody. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I'll be doing. So that's the NC Comedy Festival, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, September the 1st through the 10th at uh, a bunch of venues, but mainly located at the Any Box Comedy Club in Greensboro, North Carolina. World famous. World famous, 503 North Green Street. Uh, there's also Next Door Beer and Bottle Shop behind. Check them out. Uh, that's my home club. That's all of our home clubs, I would hazard to say. Uh, it's my favorite place in the world. First Church of Comedy, what it is. Praise God. Amen. 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 And, uh, yeah, uh, so there's that. I believe there's a few fast passes left um, at the time of this recording. So by the time this comes out, maybe not. But they do have, if you can, check on the Eventbrite or go to idiotboxers.com. Uh, the festival pass gets you into any non-sold-out Idiot Box show uh, strictly at the box. And I do believe they are $27, which is a hell of a deal. Um, if they have any left, if not, it's a steal, dude. Yeah, all if, that comedy, all that comedy, yeah. over three hundred and fifty unique acts that yeah. you'll be able to see. And every year it gets better and better. I mean, it's like this is just advertising for the festival, but it is such a good festival, and you know, Idiot Box is great. And man, they every year it somehow gets better. Like, dude, I swear, I last year I was like, this cannot get better. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Yeah. The Boudreaux uh, show was last year. Yeah, Boudreaux yeah. tattooing uh, Eric Trundy. Trundy. That was yeah. a crazy show, dude. Trundy was... Uh, Trundy's on fire. Boudreaux was great, yeah. dude. They're... I also really like that show. I, I don't know if you saw that one where it was like... Trundy was kind of like doing his act. And then Jenny and AJ were doing... In yeah. behind him? Yeah. yeah. That was so funny, dude. That was... Uh, that was a great show. I've never seen anything like that before. That was a, just a great show in general. Yeah, just to see them all work yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. That was insane. Well, that's what we got coming up, you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode Check of out Cannibal Spectre. Check out Cannibal Spectre. We'll definitely link to that on here. Cannibal Spectre is awesome. Um, yeah. So, love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, uh, check out the end commercial where I plug a lot of my funny friends uh, and their podcasts. And I also remember to follow us all online. You guys want to drop your socials real quick? 
Uh, yeah, David Decaro on Facebook. Uh, I'm not gonna spell it because it'll be listed somewhere. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Decaro on Instagram. So. Uh, Tony O.L. Washington on uh, Facebook and the Insta. And I have a website, TonyOWashington.com. Hell yeah. Oh. Hey. hey. Uh, you can find me at that comic Tony on all socials except for Facebook, where it's just my name. I remember, if you guys, uh, you know, smoke like I do, I do have sidewalk crew lighters in for a limited time. Uh, we've got some left. Uh, I'll work you a deal on them if you want to, you know, light up your favorite smoke a toke with slow toke with a slow toke lighter, or you know, if you like uh, Uncle Tony's gummy bears, you can light up with one of those as well. This is a great idea, by the way. The slow toke Rodriguez, dude. It's yeah. a great, great phrase great sticker dude I, I love that fucking logo yeah it's, that's, a, that's a great that is a great slow toe it's perfect that yeah is, that's a great logo mm -hmm. so uh you know you can catch us with me uh like i said we love you guys thanks for listening to this episode of sidewalk crew y'all have a good one hey guys thanks so much for listening to another episode of the sidewalk crew uh it's so great to have you um once again my name is tony rodriguez i'm a local comedian from greensboro north carolina um, I'm a young aspiring comic. Uh, I am taking bookings currently. So if you are a booker and you found a way to this show through recommendation, uh, please get at me through my email, thatcomictony at iCloud.com, uh, to reach out to me. Um, and, uh, that'd be fantastic. Also, if you'd like to do, uh, come on the show or you think you have an interesting story, you can check me out at, uh, thatcomictony at iCloud.com. Also, um, I'm also thatcomictony on all social medias except Facebook where I'm Tony Rodriguez. Um, and it's a picture of me on stage at the Idiot Box Comedy Club, if you're trying to find a reference to that. Now, while I've got you here, before we get out of here, I'd like to say some cool stuff about some friends of mine. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please uh, like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, also, please uh, check out the following. Uh, my buddy David Goolsby, a.k.a. Gooop, has a podcast called The Ooop that he releases on Mondays here on Spotify. Um... Also, uh, the Creative Businessman Studios on YouTube, they have several amazing shows, um, including The Creative Businessman, uh, Dumbest Time in the Room with Tom Simmons, and Never Been Happier with Eric Trundy. Um, they also have this show called The Mike and the Machine with Craig Boudreaux, uh, and, uh, you know, they're great, great people. Um, uh, I get to work with all these guys a lot, and uh, we have fun with them. Oh, there's also uh, The Moments with Jermaine Colando. Um now, uh, Gulop and the Uop are available on Spotify. I believe uh, the Creative Business Studios has some episodes on Spotify, and I think Jermaine might have a couple on Spotify. But you can find the Moments with Jermaine Colando and all your Creative Business and all uh, the Creative Businessmen Studios um, podcasts and shows on YouTube. Uh, the Moments with Jermaine Colando is how you get at him, and uh, search uh, the Creative Businessmen Studios to find shows like Never Been Happier, The Creative Businessman, and Dumbest Time in the Room. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Check out my friend's podcasts. And if you're in Greensboro and you'd love to come see some fantastic comedy, please, like I say at the end of every show, check us out at the Idiot Box Comedy Club. You can find their information on Facebook, um, the Idiot Box Comedy Club in Greensboro, or on their website, idiotboxers.com. Thank you so much. <laughs>